as lines. As boys lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the As Bold as Lions podcast. So glad you could join us. And tonight I am joined once again by my wife, Corey. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Um, was accompanying me um, in some of the previous episodes. We did the Home Fires series back in February. Yes, maiden voyage of your podcast. Uh, poc- that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to have you back again. And Thank you. Yes. Thank you for joining me. I, I would like to say you're the just... The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> I'd like to say you are a recurring host. I don't want to say a guest. Oh, wow. Right. I upgraded. I, I, I think you're just always like, welcome to come back. Oh, and it's not that you're asking to come back. Usually I'm like, hey, I've got this coming up. Would you mind joining me? And, and you... Um, I hesitantly <laughs> agree. Reluctantly obliged. Reluctantly obliged. That's uh, a better word. So... Anyway, but you're more than a guest to me. You are a co-host whenever you want to be. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So um, from time to time, I think there will be just some space in this podcast to do uh, what I would call like one-off type of episodes where it's just kind of Mm -hmm. one single thought, um, you know, episodes which aren't necessarily part of a series, but are something to discuss and then um, maybe more timely in terms of what is going on culturally speaking or something newsworthy that just is seems worth discussing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so today's topic is that sort of thing. If you clicked on this, um, you saw the title, What's a Christian Response to Cancel Culture? Mm. Um, yeah. So looking into the idea of what cancel culture is, And how do we respond to it as Christians? Uh, This is a topic which seems to have kind of a new wrinkle to it with every passing week. There's some sort of new issue involving cancel culture. Seems to arise in almost a daily basis, not weekly. Where it's just like so and so is being canceled, or this this is going on right now. It's kind of the flavor, flavor of the moment of the culture. Yeah, so. I think to just step back and be like, okay, some people are maybe like, what is this whole thing about cancel culture? If, if maybe you've lived right. under a rock for kind, a few Well, years. I mean, it kind of, it came up in fast. a lot of ways, came up suddenly. All of a sudden we're talking about it. Yeah, it's and like, it's talking about it like all, all the time because it's just very pre- prevalent like in, you know. In everything, yeah. yeah. So we, um, to define it, it, uh, it seems like a fitting place to start. And uh, I took this from Wikipedia, which is where I do all my research. Yes, yes. Um, very it's studious not, of you to. Actually, I just put, I Google what is cancel culture, <laughs> and of course, Wikipedia pops up first. Yes, so, first. But I think this is a, it's a pretty good definition, mm-hmm. actually. Um, it's a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of uh, social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. So mm-hmm. those who are subject to this ostracism are said to have been, quote-unquote, canceled. 
The expression cancel culture has mostly negative connotations and is commonly used in debates on free speech and censorship. So okay. even Wikipedia is kind of like that. There's a lot of negativity around this. Yeah. Um, even if this is what there's people are kind of getting behind a certain right. segment of the population anyway. Right. Um, but you know what I think this really is? It's just a glorified boycott of yes. things. Yes. Is really what it is. Yeah. Just and with a new, of, with a new trendy with a, name. With a new trendy name, kind yeah. of mob mentality. There's nothing new under the sun. No. Solomon nailed it when he said that. <laughs> That's, exactly. So it's just people saying, "Hey, we don't like this. Yeah. We should let's boycott it. Let's boycott it. Mm-hmm. Stop." Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yep. Um, and it also kind of has roots in this idea of being woke. If mm-hmm. you've heard that term, I yes. think I see woke and cancel culture kind of. Yes. Um, intermingled a lot. Um, But that term comes up when you're talking about cancel culture, it it seems like it needs its own, a little bit of a definition because, um, you know, people are, again, what what does that mean? Well, people use the term maybe without necessarily 100% understanding what it means. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So to be woke means a perceived awareness of issues that concern social justice and racial justice, being socially aware and I'm not saying – I want to make clear that I'm not saying all of the things here are bad. Right. Um, or don't have any merit behind them. There, right. there may be some some elements of of truth or validity in some of the things that um, are being talked about or at least good discussions to have. Right. Um, but by Maybe and large – taken to an extreme, right. but – that's where I'm coming at is mm-hmm. that cancel culture has taken these things and just ran with it and said, we're, we're just canceling whatever, you know, we feel like at the moment. And, right. and it's constantly whatever our whim or fans fancy is at the moment. Yeah. Whatever the whim is, whatever the fancy is. And it's just like, we'll get into this in a little bit, but just mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's being offended by everything. I think yes. a lot of it is just being People are offended. Very offended. People enjoy being offended. In our yeah. culture now. It is. They really do. Yeah. Yep. It's very unique to yeah. sit back and right. look at it because everybody right. loves being offended. It, they it's do. kind of like part of, it's a personality trait. It, it is to some degree. And, and I guess I'm not going to dive into a lot deeper of like why that is. It just seems to be we're a very much driven by you did something wrong to me. You should, there should be some payment, some retribution. But there it's should be always something that brings up. Done People are m- more easily offended now, it seems like, because nothing is face-to-face anymore. Right. And it's a lot easier to yeah. be offended by things when you're not actually talking to somebody face-to-face and can kind of get a real right. sense of the situation. Right. Um, Everything's through social media and right. tweets. And, right. And there, there's, of course, this is a huge thing on Twitter. That's kind of where it seems to start a lot of the time with, yeah. hey, we're going to boycott this now. and and this person said this or in their history of things they said 20 years ago, they, they did this or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's very much a, um, a virtual type of thing where it's never face to face, but it, right. it affects people's lives personally. And, yeah. and, and hurts people, people. love digging skeletons out yeah. <laughs> and then parading them around yes. to shame others. Yeah. Like that's another thing in our culture, publicly shaming people. is just so rampant. Like, right. They, people love, to be offended, and they love to publicly shame others. <laughs> and it, it destroys people's lives. Yeah. And, yeah, right. it's sad. It is sad. Um, so that's, you People know. People need Jesus. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
because I, I really think there's there has to be a Christian sort of response to this. We have to be kind of talking about this and, and getting into these discussions because by avoiding it, it seems like it just it's not going away. No. It, it's kind of growing and snowballing yes. over time. You know, right. something that we didn't really even knew existed or, or had much of a opinion about either way mm-hmm. 12 months ago, 18 months ago is now like every day, every right. week, something. Right. So, um, yeah. So what's our Christian response? I think in the, in the, in the past year, just to recap, we've seen certain people canceled. We've seen certain products, um, TV shows, YouTube channels. I know this YouTube thing through my kids who, um, watch some of these, these, uh, channels where it's like Minecraft gamers or certain things. And yes. some of these guys are even like getting hit by this because, because of something they said, a comment or something like, yeah, 10 years previous, ago when they were 12. Yeah. And people digging that out and, right. and like, and then just the attacks on these people. Yeah. And I don't know who they are. And, and I, don't I don't know, I doubt that they're Christians or anything, but they're listening close enough to really catch who they are. Right. Right. From my, my but, but all these things get canceled. And a lot of times it's, it's just, like we said, something in their past brought out, and then it seems irredeemable by those who preach wokeness and right. awareness. Like, right. there's no way you can get past this. This no, is who you once were. You this are, is who you always are. Yeah, you're demonized um, forever, and, and you have no hope. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's a real segment of the population. There's really people who feel this way and kind of troll the internet all day, I guess, looking yeah. for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, troll and, is right. Right. And um, I, I hesitate to say it, but like we, we said, there, there's something that is about this being offended um, aspect of it. And the cancel culture gives people a platform to magnify that offense. Mm-hmm. And then, and then people love to feel like they're better than others. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, that's true. You love to nothing builds your self esteem more put somebody else, than put somebody it's, else it's down. It's the old bullying thing. Yeah, it's, just, it's we're bullying. supposed to be getting away from right, bullying, but right. now we're, 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 we're yes. taking it to a different. We're level. taking it to a different extreme. Okay, see, this is why I have you on because why? I've got all these notes, and it's like once I have Corey on, then she we're we're given kind of given and taken, and and like you're adding <laughs> so much more because I'm yeah, as we're thinking about this, talking about this, all these other. Um, it's good stuff. No. See, that's why I keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So how do we respond? Do you want to read this verse, um, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19? This is a favorite verse of, me, yes, of mine. but I like I think, this verse a yeah, lot. This applies here. Okay. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So we're just going to go through some some points and try to hit all these um uh, not not spending a ton of time on each one, but but kind of just bullet points that that I think apply here as we as we look at this from a Christian perspective. And I think number one, we have to realize that in Christ we are made new. That Amen. The thing that cancel culture ignores is the fact that people can change. That right. people are redeemable. Right. Right. And um, it seems that it tries to invoke a new set of standards that are unattainable. Right. That nobody can really no. measure up to. Right. Um, this verse in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, none of us are worthy. We've all messed up. And when we when we take a step back from all this, we realize, you know, we all deserve to be canceled if we're looking at it from God's perspective. We've right. all done something. We're all screw-ups. <laughs> we're all screw-ups. So... Um, and and just the the prevailing winds of culture are not where we can take our direction from. There, right. the, the desire to play God, the 
the desire to, to kind of make the rules and set the rules is, is not something that we can, we can really feed into because mm-hmm. it's, it's apart from God. It's, it's trying to make its own set of right and wrong and its own morality structure, which right. seems very arbitrary at, at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's apart from anything biblical. That's a key takeaway that I think I need to, to hit home is that it ignores the possibility of redemption right. and basically says, you're canceled, you're done. There's no hope for you. Right. So what, what a, just a, what a pit bleak of for future. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's what I feel like everything that happens to these people and often, and this is kind of uh, a tangent, but often people get this, this cancel culture thing, the mob attacks. Mm-hmm. And then, but out of that, like there's this whole other group that'll come to support and, and rally around them. And sometimes it actually turns out it's kind of a backfire type of thing. Right. And um don't really have time to go into that, but I think that's happening as a response sometimes because mm-hmm. people are like, this, this isn't right. You know what, what's you're trying to do to this person is, right. is, is not cool. So um second point, a woke, culture is not very awake at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we do live in a world of injustice and we're not ignorant right. of that. Right. But it's that, a fallen world. It's a fallen world. Um, we know in Christ that we're to lift up the poor and the needy and the downtrodden. And we should, mm-hmm. we should seek racial uh, harmony. We right. should um, try to build bridges because that's, that's what we're called to in Christ. Right. Um, but no amount of wokeness is going to make us a better society. It's not going to somehow push us to magically just become better people and, right. you know, who, what humanity should, right. should be. You Only know? Jesus can do that. Only Jesus Through can do that. Through the process of sanctification. Amen. Yep. Um, and I, I think there's, there's just some verses in the Bible. I was trying to find things that talk about being awake because mm-hmm. this, this, whole thing about being woke it sounds too close to like being awake for me and that that really Christ is the one who keeps who who causes us to be renewed who causes us to truly have open eyes to see right. to be awake and alert and and really i think that um there's this verse in Luke 21 that just says um be alert at all times right. praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the son of man it's it's kind of Jesus's uh call to the disciples kind of warning them and saying be ready be alert but mm-hmm. in this society i think we need to be that way as well like knowing that our alertness doesn't come from the latest thing that we're being right. told to be um, aware right. of or offended by or whatever right. and i think a lot of times um Christians can get sucked into that if they don't um, know God's word well enough or mm-hmm. don't spend enough time getting, you know, fed the truth. Right. It's yeah. easy to. You can get swept away by different things. Right. Different, like we're talking about prevailing winds of culture. Like, yes. well, this is what they're telling me is right. And this is and what we as a culture like should be doing. It should be right. Right. This is a bad thing and, you know, we shouldn't be doing this anymore. We, we, whatever, you know, I could, I could go into the whole thing. I didn't even bring any of this up, but the whole, the whole thing over the last summer and, um, you know, not even in the U S but across the world of just pulling down statues and just saying, you know, these, these are parts of our past that we are, um, just embarrassed by or we don't know, you know, and, and rather than doing that, like, realizing there's history there we can learn from these things right. we can learn from mistakes and poor choices right and 
but people do get swept up in that and they say, well, yeah, you're right. You know, that, that was something from the civil war and that was bad. And, and we can all agree on that, but, but is that the right thing to be doing now and to try to kind of blot this out from our our memory? Pretend like it didn't happen. Right. Right. Yeah. And another point is that certain parts of the culture should be avoided by Christians. Mm -hmm. And there are also aspects of media entertainment that we, we give a voice and a vote to, I believe, because we, we watch it or we listen to it, you know, TVs, movies, books, music, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Right. What are Christians, what are we as Christians giving a vote to because we've, allowed it into our lives or whatever. Right. We let it come into our homes. Yeah. Um, do you want to read that verse in F- uh, Philippians there? Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Yeah. So Philippians 4.8, I think, is kind of a measuring stick of of lining things up against that and saying, are they, are these things scriptural? Are they, is it lovely, excellent, praiseworthy, you know, whatever um, is out there. And, and as we look at the culture, like realizing that there's some things that they, they go against scripture. There's, mm-hmm. there's certain pr- lifestyles that are portrayed. There's certain practices and behaviors that are portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think, you know, of, of different shows I've watched or, or things that we've, um, one thing that I, I, in the past year that we did in our home was to cancel Netflix. Yes. And this was back when they had this whole thing come out. I think the show was called Cuties or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but basically it was, it was very much sexualization of, of children, of minors. I think yeah. it was something about, I don't know what it was, if it was gymnastics or beauty. I don't, yeah. it had something to do. Yeah. And, you know, Dance borderline teams, beauty pageants. It was something like that. Yeah. Like borderline pedophilia type stuff on mm-hmm. Netflix, right? a regular show, you know, of course it gets rave reviews from all the media outlets and critics, right. but, but a lot of people, there was a backlash against it and, right. and people just canceling. And I'm like, you know, why am I, Inviting this into my house, um, my giving subscription it, pays for them to be able to create right. shows. I, like I give them money to like, you know, <laughs> it's a vote mm-hmm. for saying here. I, here, I applaud uh, what you're and- doing, or I approve of what you're doing. Make make more of this content, and there's right. there's good stuff on Netflix too. So it right. pains me because there's shows that I miss because I don't have Netflix anymore. Right. You know, I'm not like losing sleep or anything over it, but, but I, I, right. But it's still a bummer because it's like, you know, and there's always new stuff coming out too. And it's like, well, you've seen this show and I don't have Netflix anymore, you know? And, (laughs) and so that, that was just one thing where I'm like, I, I don't want this in my house anymore. Sometimes though, you got to draw a line in the sand. You do. Yes. You got to If you don't stand for something, you don't stand for anything. Right. Right. I agree. And, and so, um, just the 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 take the, the the reverse of that is some people might say, well, why aren't you doing the same thing? Then are you're canceling things too? You know, like, and I I mean, I, just as a devil's advocate type yeah. of a question, um, but I, I think th- certain things have to be avoided 
if they if they lead us into temptation right. or they lead someone else astray and, and we have to put up barriers and right. boundaries around our homes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had put the, the fact that we can cancel certain children's books right now, but you know, gratuitous sexual acts at the Grammys are okay. That that's right. a problem in it's our society. Yes. <laughs> and that's really where we're at right now is that mm-hmm. we're saying this is okay, but it which we can totally see as Christians and, and a lot of people it's, too. It's art, Derek. Oh, it's art. Yes. But, you free pass. Right. It's art. But you know, that's, that's just the messed up place that we're at as a right. society. And right. all that's a bigger reflection of just our need for Jesus and all right. that. But, but these are the conversations we're having where it's like, this is crazy that we're, we're getting bent out of shape out of this. We're throwing all this ammunition at, at, the children's books or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, maple syrup or, you know, name your thing. That's Mr. Potato. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Potato Head. Um, but we're ignoring just this filth that's uh, right. this other part of, you know, right. the spectrum. So we need to inquire of the Lord and we need to seek his direction on these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, another point is just to redeem the culture. Don't avoid it entirely. So there's this balance of being in the world, not of the world. Right. Um, we cannot avoid the culture altogether. No. We are, are called to insert Christ into every narrative uh, with the hopes that some will put their trust in him. Mm-hmm. But the balance is at times to see where, where cancel culture is coming from and, and to say, look, at some point, all will be canceled. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, there's really no point at which this movement is satisfied, has what it wants, right? Right. It will always strive for more and seek to oppose um any perceived viewpoint that doesn't line up with itself it will devour all. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's where we say beyond all this, there's a standard that has been missed. We've all missed it. Mm-hmm. God's word holds a standard. Adam and Eve missed it uh, when they took the bite of the fruit mm-hmm. and we've been apart from God ever since. Right. I don't know if you want to, can you read that verse from Psalm, Psalm 14? 14? Yeah. Um, the Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Yeah. And that verse actually, that verse that we read um, from Romans 3.23, that for all, I think Paul pulls this psalm into Romans and, and quotes it again. But, you know, both the psalmist and Paul are saying there's, there's nobody that's good. Right. You know, we've all fallen short. We've all turned away. We've all become corrupt. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something where we have, we have the opportunity to speak into this and, and hopefully meet some people who are disillusioned with, with things in general and say, look, you know, you can go through your life just avoiding this and avoiding that and canceling mm-hmm. everything that you come across, or you can say everything um, is, is, you know, apart from God, apart from Jesus, it, it, we're all broken. Right. We're all messed up. Right. So then um, this is final point, And, you know, this isn't necessarily a, a warm and fuzzy way to end on things, but, <laughs> you know, I think cancel culture is eventually going to come for the church. Right. Um, here's the reality that the church is next on the list. Mm-hmm. And it's because God's word has clear boundaries on what is right, what is wrong, and mm-hmm. holds um, the keys to really living a life that's truly free. Right. But with that, the world doesn't want to listen. The, the world really wants its freedom to do what it wants without the rules, without the restrictions, without any conditions on it. Right. So I think, you know, 
we we already see this in certain parts of the world, um, mm-hmm. Canada even, probably certain parts of the U.S. If you're honest, but there, there's preachers who are not going to be able to preach freely mm-hmm. about certain things, and you have to accept certain lifestyles and allow them freedom to to do whatever they desire in, in terms of marriages or um, ordination of pastors mm-hmm. and things like that. And really, if if this whole thing has its way, the church. I think goes underground and, and, and persecution hits because right. I think that's where we're at. We're kind of close to that tipping point. Right. Um, but we, of course, pray against this mm-hmm. and we, we stand firm on God's word and we refuse to compromise. Mm-hmm. We, we're not naive to, to what's going on. Right. Um, but rather than being woke, we stay awake. Rather than being offended, we turn the other cheek and hold high the name of Jesus. Amen. And, uh, Again, you know, the, the church has a voice in all of this. The, the church is able to speak truth. Mm-hmm. The, per, the church is able to speak into issues like racial division, um, right. things where, you know, black and white and, and, and able to bring harmony through the blood of Jesus Christ. Right. That, that is what we, we try to do and we, we strive for. Mm-hmm. And through other issues within the culture right now, because there, there's just a lot of things like we talk about people, a lot of things to be offended by. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are just looking for that day after day after day. Right. So to try to sum up a topic, uh, put a bow on everything. It seems a little bit difficult today. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I'm, I'm just feeling kind of led to do something I haven't done before and, and just say, can we, Pray about this issue and agree together that God is going to move despite the efforts of cancel culture. Yes. So, would you pray with me? Mm-hmm. Lord, I ask that you would give us boldness in these days of great evil and even persecution. Our faith is being tested. The world, apart from you, seeks to do its own thing. It it's really has its own agenda. Mm-hmm. Really, it wants no part of the gospel and no part in being surrendered to, to something other than itself. It's very stubborn. But we are, are called to bring this message somehow, this, this message and this light of truth into this darkness. We're called to lift, the, lift high the cross. And even as we move into these next few days of Easter, the message of the cross and the empty tomb rings loudly. Help us to proclaim that message. Help us to do it even when the threats of silence and ridicule abound. And let our voice in you never be canceled. Mm-hmm. We love you, Lord. Mm-hmm. So guys, I want to just thank you for joining Corey and I today for this discussion. And I hope it's an encouragement to you. And wherever you are, you can share it with someone who you think needs to hear it. Please do that. And I want to leave you once again with our closing Bible verse from Ephesians. This is chapter 5, verses 15 and 17. Corey, why don't you take that? Okay. Um, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you again next time. Hey, guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.